Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape begins a journey to fight for a future for apes and humans alike. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX, now playing, and theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. You are listening to the Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. Final hour on this Thursday. Dan and the Dan Heads, Dan Patrick Show. I got to give credit to this audience. It is breezy this morning here in Las Vegas, and they've been out here since around 5.30 this morning. So thank you for uh, coming out to the Fountain Blue Hotel. All right, so uh, busy final hour. Uh, Joe Montana just showed up, and uh, we'll talk to Deion Sanders here in a moment. We'll uh, try to sneak in some phone calls as well on this Thursday. It's a meet Friday on a Thursday, so we got a lot of things on the uh, Traeger Grill over there. I don't even know if I have uh, everything listed here, but there's quite a few things. We have a Kansas City menu and a San Francisco menu. Yes, Todd, you were going to say something? I was excited about all the stuff that we're going to be eating. Well, thank you, Todd. It'll be good stuff. All right, a poll question for the uh, final hour of the show before we I tricked you. I lean into the mic sometimes. You think I have something to say, and you call on me, and then I give you nothing. Back to you in the Thank you, Todd. And you followed up with that. Yes. A couple Uh, Hall of Famers coming up on the show. Thank you, Todd. I should just stop talking. Thank you. Yes, Paul. We do have the coolest green room in Vegas right now. If you went back there, it is star-laden. Yeah. When you see Joe talking to Dion, that's pretty cool. That was that was something. That's that pretty was something good to see. All yeah, right. Yeah, so yeah, what yeah. do you have over there, Seaton? Uh, let's see. I'll update you real quick, Dan. Uh, we have. Uh, if you were an NFL player, would you rather have grass fields or legal grass? <laughs> legal grass only getting fourteen percent of the vote. That, okay. Is that because it's kind of yeah? You know, it's like thirty something states. It's already yeah yeah. 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 Uh, the second best quarterback on today's show. I'm just saying, Joe Montana is last. Okay. That. Okay. So he's either the first best quarterback or the third best quarterback. <laughs> I can't really tell. But Chase Daniel went in that one. Okay. So yeah. Chase is the second best quarterback. He's currently he is known as the second best quarterback over on Dan Orlovsky. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, let's bring in Deion Sanders, the Hall of Famer, won a couple of Super Bowls, yes, Colorado yes, head coach, and joining us on behalf the Almond Board of California. Uh, 
Looking good. I thought we were coming to Vegas. This is ridiculous. <laughs> You're dressed for Colorado, yeah, though. Because I have a great team that, that really allows me to understand what the weather's going to be, and we pack it appropriately. Do you remember the coldest game you ever played in? Yeah, it was Green Bay. It was not snowing, but it was really cold, and I told them, you might as well leave me at the crib. I'm not, <laughs> not going to do anything for you. It's not going to happen today. I think it was like five or something like that, and it was freezing. But should we look at guys who played in certain you know, weather-related cities? Like, should we look at their careers and say degree of difficulty? No, for... no, definitely not. <laughs> definitely not. That has nothing to do with your ability. <laughs> nothing whatsoever. Well, sometimes when it's cold and you're a receiver or quarterback and you're going out there. No, a dog is a dog. I don't care what the weather is. <laughs> a dog is a dog and a cat is a cat. I don't care what the weather is. <laughs> Well, there are certain dogs that look at you when you say, go outside, do right. your business. They look back and say, I ain't, I ain't going go, out there. That, that's not a real dog. I ain't going to. <laughs> that's a dog with cat tendencies. <laughs> and that's the problem with our country right now. We're, we're, we want dogs, but we're raising cats. <laughs> oh, that was for you. That was for all you parents. <laughs> you want a dog, but you're raising cats. Okay, as yeah. a parent, okay, is there a difference between coaching and being a parent? Being a parent is coaching. Um, you're coaching through life, and you're not giving them any shortcuts, any passes, and you can only glean from your experiences. You can't glean from anything else as a parent. You can only glean from your experience. So if you're not parenting correctly or coaching correctly, that's based on your experiences because that's all you can pull from. I, I don't mix the two. My kids know not to call me dad on the field. I'm, I'm coach. And uh, we, we had a situation where we were getting ready to go into overtime last season. And, you know, you go out for the, the corn toss and all that again for overtime. And uh, my son, who's the defensive back, Shiloh, he said, Dad, uh, the defense going to go out there first? I said, the defense has been playing like hot garbage all game. I'm putting your brother out there and we're going to win this game, okay? <laughs> and that happened. It happened. We put his brother out there first and so we went down and won. But you wiped the blood off his lip like a dad might. Do that during the game. Yeah, yeah. I, well, I would do that with all my kids. Like I feel like all those kids that play for me and with me are my sons. Like I love them all. I, I really, truly do. And uh, I know the intimate details of uh, mostly all of them. That why they came and the family structure and the trials and tribulations of what they've been going through. And I could glean from that during a game. And I could pull on that to motivate them to go to the next level. If uh, we go back a year, and, and you said, look, I'm going to be coaching. That was on this show, right? Yes, it was. I was sitting right here, right? Yes, it was. Yeah. Yeah, so four years ago, you talked about that. Right. You just wanted a chance. Now I'm going to be coaching. Yeah. And now, here you are four years later. I absolutely later. love it, man. First of all, you're an icon, and I thank you for this platform. This man has... He's interviewed everybody and their mama. We got to give you your roses, man. You... you you keep it straight, you 100, so whenever I see you on my list, I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you're one of those guys that you, I look forward to coming to because you shoot it straight. You keep it 100, man. Thank and you. And I appreciate you for that. Thank you. So where you are now from four years ago, any surprises from your side of this of how it's gone? You got to understand, I expect great things. I expect to change the game. Like, why would I be a different coach than I was a player? Yeah. Why would I be a different coach than I am a person? So I take from all those experiences and incorporate them into what I do now. And if God gave it to me, I got to use it. And I use every darn bit of it. And 
I'm one of the few people who absolutely love what he does and does what he loves. And you could tell. It feels like you're more of a CEO of Colorado football. I think most coaches are CEOs. Okay. Yeah, you, you oversee everything. Like, you're a CEO of the show. Yeah. But you still have to perform. Yes. Yeah, you still got wonderful um, co-hosts. You got wonderful people on the cameras and everywhere. It's a lot that goes into it. But you still have to do what you do. You For play a vital part of it. And I feel the same way with Colorado football. For a guy who didn't lose... The, you know, that, that high that you get from winning, you expect yeah. that, but it's the loss. Like, how tough is it to, to have that where, you know, you lose a game and you're not used to You never get, want to get used to that feeling. It, it depends on what you s signify a loss. Is it on the scoreboard? Or is it the stadium being packed? Is it the apparel sales going up 800%? Is it the uh, student enrollment that has skyrocketed? Is everything that we touched, all the sellouts, not only home but and away? Like, what's the loss? And I'm getting to father and coach my sons every day that my son has the camera on me as I speak right now. What's a darn loss? My daughter's playing basketball at the university. My mama's in the crib. My sister's my secretary. <laughs> Even my dog has on bling bling. What's a loss? <laughs> How? Uh, wait, wait, what kind of dog collar does your dog have? He's, uh, I tell you what. California almonds made me, first of all, they made me this, which is unbelievable. So he has one too. So the dog is even stuck. Like when the dog goes to the dog parks with the other dogs, they recognize who he is. They just want to make sure you're not in a rough neighborhood where the no, other dogs no. are going to rip them off. No, there ain't no rough neighborhoods in Colorado and Boulder. <laughs> We're talking to Deion Sanders joining us on behalf of uh, Almonds, the Almond Board of California. How'd that. How'd that happen? I love it. First of all, I'm an almonds guy. Let me get this straight because I don't want to mess this okay. up. I'm here today with California Almonds to declare February the 12th, the day after the big game, because we can't call the game the name. So the big game is National Recovery Day. So I'm kicking my feet up. I'm feeling good. I'm looking good. Uh, all you guys are feeling good and looking good. And uh, I absolutely love it. But we got to recover. But the work never stops, man. Yeah. I'm a workaholic. Yeah. I love what I do. I just said I do what I love, and I absolutely love it. And I use almonds to keep me going. How much does that coat cost? I have no idea. <laughs> Most of everything I wear is free. Okay, and then your sons buy you, <laughs> your, your sons buy you a house. No, we went house hunting. We went house hunting. Okay, they're getting credit for buying you a house. Yeah, because that's how the crazy the media is. You just go to a house and you say, man, hey, man, I'm glad you guys are thinking about me want me to be straight. They want me to be straight when they depart. Um, I got a couple sons that are probably going to go, not probably, going to go first round in the draft next year. And uh, then my other son is going to be there with me. I'm not letting him go with his brothers. He's going to stay with me. Okay. So they want to make sure I'm straight. I'm good. Because all my life, I've made sure they were straight. So now they want to make sure daddy is good when they depart. So they didn't buy you a house. No, they, they haven't bought it. it. No, they haven't bought it. They can't afford it. <laughs> but I, I wouldn't let them do it as a father. I'm supposed to bless them. Yeah. Um, I'm supposed to make sure their life is easy. Their life is, 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 and they're headed in the right direction. They're not supposed to do that for me. But they want to do that for me, and that's a beautiful thing. Mission accomplished. Not yet. It's, it's ongoing, man. Life oh, is ongoing. Yeah, I, we don't I, stop. Yes. We do not stop. Life continues to re evolve and i love it well it's like when they turn 18 and then i, I say your parenting doesn't stop when no. they, they leave no. in fact it gets tougher from you know in certain right. uh, but, you know, but situations now the, the questions are evolving to the next level like 
Dad, let's talk about property. Dad, let's talk about a home. You know, what does this type of home cost? Um, LLCs, they have everything, man. These, it's a different day in college football. Now it's a different day with these young men. Just because of where we've migrated to, they're advanced. Now, I didn't think about none of this stuff when I was a kid their age. Now, they, these kids have their own companies. They have LLCs. They, they, they got it going on, man, and I love it. Well, I also, what I loved, and I mentioned this to you before, you pulled back the curtain. You said, yeah. this is a business here. Yeah. Let's not kid anybody. You were student athlete. Maybe you got some scraps. Uh, but now it's like, no, they deserve whatever they can get. They and, deserve and, that. And they're getting it. Yes. And they're getting it. Only thing I don't like is them to put the bag before the game. Because the game always has to come first. Chase the game. Like, if you chase greatness, the money's going to come. Don't chase the money. Because greatness don't come just because of the money. The money become, comes because of the greatness. But there's part of you that's old school, I would think. Very much so. But then you have to be new school. Well, I got kids. Yeah. That keeps me in touch with, with society. That keeps me in touch with who's who and what's what and how these kids think and how they get down. They keep me on point. So a lot of coaches, they be detached from reality of what's transpiring in college football and life. I'm not. Because I have kids that keeps me on point. What's, what happens if I, you come to my house okay. and then we talk? I want to know if I'm going to play. I want to know what am I going to get. Okay, let, let's, How do you respond to let, that? First of all, you are in charge of if you're going to play. I ain't promising you nothing but opportunity. But kids do ask that. Not with me. <laughs> no? No, not with, no, no, not with me. And they don't talk business with me. I don't play those two intangibles. I think the word is spread out over the country. They don't talk. They talk business with somebody else, but not with me. I want to talk football. I want to talk future. I want to talk lifestyle. I want to talk your, your why. Why do you play this game? Why do you want to be who you want to be? Why, what you doing this for? Is it mama? Is it your dad? Is it your siblings? Is it getting out of the inner city or, or, or getting out of that... Uh, that trust fund or you want to prove to yourself that because all, not all these kids come from uh, obscurity but some of these kids come from uh, a promising situation but they don't want that that tag of just being a darn uh, a child who's wealthy they want to prove it to themselves and their parents that they could do it on their own so I talk to all different aspects of kids uh, the one finger on your left hand mm -hmm. how did that happen jamming that that gets my hand on receivers <laughs> Getting my hands on receivers. I, I use this hand all the time, and this hand has been dislocated so many darn times. It's ridiculous. So do you remember a certain play where you did that to your finger? No, there's been multiple plays. I remember in the – I think it, it's not the NFC Championship. Yes, it was. It's a regular season game against the Cowboys that my finger popped out of place, and – I had to go in for them to pull it back in because they couldn't get it on the sideline. And I remember once they finally popped it back in place, Ray Rhodes, he called it downstairs and he just told me to get on the phone. He said, don't you ever go off that field again in my life. <laughs> he said, I couldn't call the defense because I was so busy looking at the tunnel seeing when you was going to break your butt back up. <laughs> you got to call a different defense yeah, if you're not in there. Exactly. When you get together with Joe Montana, oh my God. you just did. It's the man. Like Joe is the man, man. Joe is 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 in in my era. Joe was him. Joe still is him. I mean, always polite, always who he is, and he just has his aura about him. And I want my son to meet him because my son is a quarterback, and I I've put him up on game with the greats. And Joe Montana is certainly, arguably, the greatest ever. 
What was it, though, about facing him? Like, concise, um, smart, intelligent, not going to really allow you to get your hands on the ball. Uh, he, he, and he had Jerry and John Taylor and Brett Jones and, and Roger Craig and so on and so on. Did Joe go to your side of the field? Joe, Joe didn't care who you were. He was he was cautious with where his ball placement was, but Joe didn't give a darn. That's Joe Montana. He don't give a darn about that. Yeah, but he shoot. Come on, man. That that's who Brady was shooting at. I uh, when I found out that you were going to be on the show, I went back and looked at that uh, punt return that you had at Florida State. Yeah, where you you basically said I'm bringing it back. Yeah. Okay. Why would I be different as a coach? <laughs> that's what I'm talking about. Why would I be different as a coach? Yeah. So, I wonder, did, uh, you know, like the players on the other side, like, were they trying to take you out in a way Always. to hurt you? The coach is trying to take me out now that that coach against. You think the players are trying to take <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to tell you, it's a cycle. It don't stop. The coaches are, the coaches are think they're really playing against me right now. But how are they, so they're using whatever tactics to go against yeah. you to say you don't want to go there to play for Dion. I, 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 I love it because they have so much confidence in me. They tell kids, well, he's not going to be there. He's going to leave. Well, if he leaves, that means he's advancing. He's, he, he, he's going to another level. He's going to another school, which I don't need that to be who I am. I don't, I don't go inherit legacies. I build them. Do you know who some of these coaches are? Who are oh, Most definitely. Like my kids have uh, that we recruited that signed with us. They have video conversations, tape of, of coaches bad-mouthing us and talking about us like a dog. They don't understand. That's why I don't let cameras and, and phones, except if we control it in meetings now. Kids will record everything. They do. So you don't allow, allow phones in your meeting rooms. No way. A successful season this upcoming season will be what? Uh, very successful. Um, I'm not one to garnish what the record is going to be. I didn't do it when I played, but we're going to win. And uh, we're going to have several guys go into the NFL. And we will have another crop after that prepared to go into the NFL. But help me understand, did you say we're going to be in the college football playoffs this next season? I think my kids said that. <laughs> <laughs> I think my kids said that. I don't, okay. I don't make those proclamations. Uh, we're going to win. Uh, we're going to do that. We're, we're going to do that. But you don't say to your son, come here, don't be saying that stuff. No, he's a Sanders. <laughs> what, 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 he can't help himself. Our natural order is confidence. And I think bring back the Jerry Curl. I think you should bring back the Jerry I wish I could. Oh, you can. I, 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 I wish I had that ability. But if you make enough money, you can make anything happen yeah, these sure. days. The, uh, you can buy anything these days, can't you? The yeah. Almond Board of California. It's great Love to it. see you. Great to see you. If you I, want to give a plug again yeah, for them. Yeah, I'm thankful to my, my relationship with California Almonds. I, I saw a bag right up under my desk right now, and now they've just created a bag with this handsome guy, a, a little package with this handsome guy. Come and bring it, bring it, throw it, throw it, throw it. Come on, come on, baby. Ooh. That was horrible. Yeah. There you go. Okay. All right, this so. handsome guy's on the – yeah, you see that? Yeah. I, I, I absolutely love that, man. I absolutely <laughs> I absolutely love stuff like that, man. Because I dreamt, I dreamt like that. Like, this is the way I dream. I dream of things like that. Now I dream for my kids with these same type things. I really do. It's great to see you. You are awesome. Let me tell you something. You are the best gift giver of all hosts. 
Thank you. No, no, I'm serious. Those grills? You still doing it with the I Traeger got, grills? I got my Traeger grills over Let there right now. You, I just told my son about the Traeger grills. It's in my backyard right now. I'm, I'm upset with uh, Louisiana Hot Sauce, though. I saw Why? Yeah, because I tried to partner with them, and they it was it was just ridiculous. Uh, but let me tell you something. Louisiana Hot Sauce is like like validated in every inner city in America. <laughs> and I just wanted to take them to another level. Okay. So, All right. so either I'm going to get with them or get with their competitors. One of the order. Your, your Traeger was your NIL, though. Let me tell you something, man. Traeger is unbelievable. Thank you for blessing you, but you blessed us. I did. I appreciate I did. you. Thank you, man. God bless you That's, guys. That's uh, Deion Sanders. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Hey, gang, this is Jay Glazer, host of Unbreakable, a mental wealth podcast. And every week, we will have on leaders from sports entertainment like Sean McVay, Lindsey Vaughn, Michael Phelps, David Spade, Guy Fieri, and also those who can help us in between the ears. Anyone from a therapist to someone like Ed Milet or John Gordon. We've all been through some sort of adversity. To get to the top, we've all used different tools. Listen to Unbreakable with Jay Glazer and Mental Wealth Podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get podcasts. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing! I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. All right, everybody, game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You've already talked about that. But there's just so much more good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much more to get. You can get unique stickers. You can trade with friends to compete uh, albums for big prizes. There's cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. I was always a uh, battleship guy. You know, you get those pieces like there was the hat. There was the shoe. Oh, same. There was the I was always a battleship guy or the car. You know what, too? It's funny about a battleship. It's one of the only uh, Monopoly pieces that you find. That's not just a household item. Wow, I, mean, I even thought about that. Yeah, most people oh, wow. don't have a battleship at home, but you have a car, you have a hat, you have a shoe, you have uh, all those things. Anyway, you can also get hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. That's always fun. 
Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their own unique mini-games like Digging for Treasure or a Robot Pachenko Machine. And there's always new timed events that will help you win big, like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go. So get off the bench and go download it for free right now on Google Play or the App Store. Game on. Final half hour on this Thursday. Great audience here. They stayed throughout. See a lot of uh, number 16 jerseys out there in the audience. And uh, Joe Montana set to join us. He is normally Joe Cool. Today he's Joe Cold. And uh, joining us on four time. Wait, that wasn't, that was okay. Bloop, bloop. Okay, thank you. I appreciate that. It's a tough audience, Tom. It's a tough audience. Yes. They were just doing that because you're a damn fan. Thank you. Oh, do you think so? I think so. No, nah, I'll give you a blue. All right. Thank you, Tom. Uh, Joe Montana joining us, the uh, four-time Super Bowl champ, joining us on behalf of Pfizer to uh, talk about the importance of getting vaccinated uh, against um, pneumonia. And Joe joins us on the program. Ladies and gentlemen, the Hall of Famer, Joe Cold. <laughs> Hi, bud. All right. Hey, I have one thing to say. Huh? Would they kick you out of the inside? Huh? <laughs> I'm not afraid of the elements, are you? Well, if you were a really good host, you'd give me your jacket. All right, I'll give you... <laughs> give you... What I'm thrill. kidding, I'm kidding. Sit down, sit down, I'm kidding, I'm good. No, no, you can't no, come I'm on good. and talk about not getting pneumonia and then I get pneumonia. Sit down here, I'm going to get it. No, I'm good, I'm good, I'm good, honestly. Okay, because I'll give you the shirt you, you, off you, you, my back. Mind if I shake a little bit, I'll be okay. The coldest game you ever played in, I'm wondering if that was the game against Houston when you were at yeah, Notre Dame. by far. But you got sick? Yeah, I got sick. At halftime? Uh, yeah, I had um, my body temperature dropped and uh, I couldn't stop shaking. Sort of like it would be out here in a little bit. <laughs> but yeah, and they wouldn't let me come back out until after they got my temperature back up. And not sure I wanted to go back out there the way the game was going. Yeah, but, but I wonder, like, were you risking something a little bit larger than, I mean, you're going out there. Uh, I don't. I, Did you even back then? You don't even think about it. Right? <laughs> you, you didn't you're ask any young. questions about, hey, could this, like, could I die? Uh, no, not at all. <laughs> I was afraid I was going to die the way I was playing. <laughs> so it's, uh, playing is so bad out there is uh, that I really want to go back out. And it was so funny. I was just talking to people. I, I remembered for two of the worst games I played in, in my life, the catch and the cotton ball. Oh, and you won both of those games. We won both of them, and, and you throw a touchdown pass at the end. People forget everything. You're right. I don't even remember your stats in the oh, game. They were terrible. Look, you can look them up. Paulie, look they up your stats in the game against the Cowboys. I, I have them 20 for 20 with six touchdowns, Dan. I don't oh, know what Joe's right. talking yeah, yeah, about. Yeah, <laughs> the, the older you get, the better you were. Like uh, People exactly. don't do any research on that. I know. Like I don't even know what you're – like, we're so stat – Conscious now. Yeah, I don't know what you did against the Bengals in those Super Bowls. Me either. You, you don't know your numbers. <laughs> I, no, 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 no. I know. I know. Especially in the first game, I wasn't. Uh, I was sitting in the um, um, in the training room, taking a little break because I don't usually eat a lot before the games. And I was eating a double cheeseburger, and my dad walked in, and he said, <laughs> "He goes, oh, he was all happy, and it's going. What's the matter?" I go, nah, I don't know. I just didn't feel like I played that way. He goes, you know what? What's wrong with you? 
because you just won the Super Bowl and you were the MVP. Why don't you just eat that cheeseburger and go out there and have some fun? And for, you know, it, go enjoy yourself. But did, did you have a hard time having fun with your I success? Just had, I think Bill had such high expectations of you that you kind of put them on yourself. And so you carried them that way. So if you didn't play up to what you thought his standard was or, and it became your standard, I don't know, it was just a... Uh, I was happy to win. But were you competing against yourself? Yeah, most likely. In your career? All all the time. All the time. Because it's like, all right, you won a Super Bowl, win another one. Yeah. No, but just in every day, practice. From practice on, I did. And that's where he's got me started that way. Normally, you go to practice, it's practice, and not a big deal what you do, how, as long as you make good decisions. But no, he wanted it perfect every day. Throwing the ball, didn't matter. Yeah. I want you to try to complete 100% every day. Paulie, do you have the stats? And also, we have a blanket for Joe, too. Yeah, I, I have. No, no, no. We're not letting Joe Montana be I know. It's, it, it may look soft, but yeah. I understand it. You know? <laughs> like, we, yeah, we, we got a blanket oh, for Joe. Yeah. It's again. <laughs> this? There we go. There he is. This? No. Okay. You're all right. You're, yeah. Hey. No matter what they say, you're all right. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Paulie, do you have Joe's stats in that first Super Bowl? Uh, I got, well, I got the NFC title game you're talking about against Dallas. Oh, okay. Okay, you have that? I have those. 22 for 35, 286, three touchdowns, three interceptions. You were sacked three times, but you had the game-winning touchdown. Yeah. But three interceptions, that's not, that's not good. It must be a misprint. <laughs> were they all your fault? Usually. Oh, they were. <laughs> no, I don't know. I don't. I don't. I don't remember. I just know I had a bunch there. And if you, the Cotton Bowl is probably even worse than that. I yeah, had those, fumbles and that everything one, else. Yeah, but that weather was horrible there. Oh, yeah. No, that was probably the worst weather I played in. I think. And didn't Chris Haynes catch the game-winning touchdown? Yeah, is that right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. You couldn't score if you if you weren't with the wind. You couldn't score. There were sixty-nine points scored in the game. <laughs> Fourteen were scored against the wind. One was a punt. Return oh, wow. for a touchdown. That was, other than that, you couldn't do anything. What else, Paulie? Uh, I, yeah, I got uh, Joe Montana in the Cotton Bowl. You missed 20 of your first 27 pass attempts. <laughs> See? But again, <laughs> the last one was complete. Was, I, I hate saying this. Uh, it was ugly. Not at the end, though. So well, I was terrible. How many fumbles do I have? I, I think I, I, I'm not going to say Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think we've come to the conclusion, Joe Montana, overrated. <laughs> 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 Just uh, kidding. Relax out there. <laughs> Got Niner fans want a piece of me. Uh, when, uh, if you gave advice to Brock Purdy on that first Super Bowl, yeah, what would you say to him? Don't do anything different than you've been doing. I mean, I think I like what he's been doing. He he has found a way to understand what that offense is about, and the people around him can only make him better. You know, his job is to find a way to get the ball to those guys. That's typically how Bill's offense worked when we had Jerry and John Taylor. I mean, those guys could... John Taylor goes twice over 90-plus in the Ram game. I threw two seven-yard passes on a slant. (laughs) But in the books, I got 190 yards of passing and two touchdowns. (laughs) But nobody ever said to you, as they're doing to Brock Purdy, well, you got all those weapons. No, but, so, but, but there are a lot of other teams where people have all those weapons too. But, yeah. but they're making, he's making the best of it. And 
Um, he's making great decisions. He's not, you know, making big turnovers. Um, he's, I love the way he moves in the pocket and, and escapes, and, and still he's looking down the field. He can run if he has to run, but he's not a runner. Um, but he's just found a way to make that offense go and, and the understanding of what it takes and making he's reading well and, um, hey, get the ball. You got McCaffrey and Debo. Yeah. Debo's a beast. Yeah, I no. swear. Oh, my God. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, no, I love what he's doing. I haven't said don't do anything any different. But did you ever, like, you, it, all else fails, you just look for Jerry Rice when you, you were quarterbacking or look right. for Dwight Clark or? Well, when you get in trouble, those guys come looking for you. You know, that, we, that was one of the best things. Like when you're out scrambling around there, those guys, they want the ball. They're going to come find you. They come back to try to help you. Um, but yet yeah, sad because JT, John Taylor, would have been Jerry Rice. He's a freak. He's one of those crazy. We just didn't use him enough. But when and, you throw the touchdown pass against the Bengals, everybody thinks it's not going to John Taylor, I'm guessing. The Bengals secondary? Yeah. Well, well, Bill noticed uh, from a certain formation and a motion across it that kicked him into two two deep safeties. And so the play we were running was just a little halfback curl, but we added a little up route by John to split the two safeties, and um, it was made just for that defense. And so everybody thought, yeah, when Jerry came across that, yeah. yeah. Was Jerry upset that he wasn't going to be the guy you were throwing it to? I don't think so. I think he was happy we oh, won. Okay. Okay. He, he had enough that game, I think. <laughs> I think he was MVP. Yeah, he was. So, yeah, and But it's sad because JT, that's the only pass he caught the whole game. Unbelievable. Oh, wow. I just, I, somebody told me that a couple weeks ago. I oh, had no wow. idea. Yeah. What's the play call on that? Uh, 20 halfback curl X up. Okay. The touchdown pass to Dwight Clark, that play call was? Sprint right option. And just throw it up and hope that Dwight gets it. Yeah, well, you know, we, we had never we had never thrown to Dwight on that on that play for three years. We ran that play, and because he's supposed to set a pick, and we scored on that play earlier in the game. Yeah, and this time we used a little different formation, and Freddie Solomon falls down for the and he's covered when he stands up, and I think Dwight didn't realize it, and all of a sudden now I'm going, oh no. <laughs> Hey, come on, do I hurry up? <laughs> well, you got Dee Dee Lewis and Ed Tuttle Jones, I think. Yeah. But but don't you pump fake? Yeah, I thought I was going to try to throw it initially when he first started to separate from Everson, but it, Everson seemed like it was too close. So I, and then he fell down. And then I think he slipped, and then let Dwight free. Then I let it go. I felt bad for Ever Everson Walls. I know. I know. Just He's a great guy. Did, yeah, because Sports Illustrated had the cover where Dwight's catching it. Yeah. Everson is like looking up like that. Probably had great coverage up until oh, yeah, yeah, you know. until he slipped. Yeah. And did you know Dwight could jump that high? No, he's white. <laughs> <laughs> he's very white, Clark. Yeah, yeah. very white, Clark. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I always thought, and I know you would never admit it, but I, if I thought you were throwing it away. Before I saw the catch. Well, I would have thrown it away long before then. If oh. I was going to throw it away, okay. okay. why would I let myself get knocked down? <laughs> Take a hit for no reason, I would have thrown it away. When before. you run into Cowboy fans, yes, they how's it go? I tell them, hey, it doesn't really matter because you, you got the ball back and you still couldn't score. Oh. <laughs>
So the, the the real thing is the real thing was is that Eric Wright saved the game on his tackle. Uh, he's a uh, horse collar tackle. I think it was Johnson, right? And otherwise, he's, he he scores and we lose. But if it wasn't for E, everybody makes oh, the catch the big right. thing, but Eric Stackle right. saved yeah. that game. Do we know where that football is from the catch? Because Dwight spikes it. Yeah, I have no idea. There's an argument over. There's two of them hanging around, but there's an argument over which one is which. Well, I think they did the same thing with Franco Harris with the immaculate reception. Oh, yeah, I mean, probably. Nowadays, these players know how valuable that stuff is. You guys back then, you're like, you know, spike it. We don't care. You know, and then it's worth millions of dollars there. Uh, did you kept all your Super Bowl jerseys? Uh, yes. They got them framed? Uh, no, they were just sitting around the house. Yeah. No, they were just packed away. What, what are you yeah. doing? I don't know. But are you I'm not a? You're not into that. I'm not a, I'm not a big collector. I mean, I had we had stuff and trophies and things around in the in the weight room, but not, you know, just. I they. I mean, it's good to look at, but. But I'm it becomes your identity. Yeah. But, like, do you want it to still be your identity and have those things on display when people come over? Hey, can I see the Super Bowl rings? I mean, I, that goes along with the territory. I I kept the rings. But <laughs> well, but you don't have them on display. No, 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 no. And actually, every now and then I get a call from someone saying, "Hey, someone's selling your Super Bowl ring." I go, oh, "Okay, <laughs> let me go look." And I have to open the safe. Yeah, no, make, they're, they're still there. Make, they make sure Jennifer's not selling this, or one of your kids is yeah. selling. It. No, I think the first time they've been out in a long time, Jennifer wore on a necklace all four of them to the championship game. I go, oh my gosh, <laughs> man! Don't don't get too far away. No, no. Uh, tell me what you're doing with Pfizer here. Yeah, I've been with Pfizer for a while now, and uh, uh, we're we're partnering up together to talk about the risk of of a serious lung disease called pneumococcal pneumonia, and how vaccination can help when you get like. My, hate to say this, when like, you get like me on over 65, you become at a higher at risk. And also, you can you become more at risk even younger when you have something like asthma, that an added condition like that. And then the best thing I can say is, if you want to learn more about this and how you can help prevent it, um, go to uh, nopneumonia.com, and that's K-N-O-W pneumonia.com. And there's a lot of great information on there. Hopefully, but it's been fun. Yeah, hopefully you, you've been vaccinated. I've been so, vaccinated. Yeah, yes, so sir. we don't have to worry about you today with no. With, with, with well, thanks to this. Yeah. <laughs> But I do appreciate you were going to give me your... I would. I really, I, really I would give this shirt off my back for you. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, when you look at Mahomes, mm -hmm. can you teach that? No, that's a freak. That's another one. He's, I mean, he's just fun to watch. I mean, every arm angle you can imagine, left-handed, whatever he, it seems he wants you to do. You never did any of that? I think I threw left-handed once, underhanded once or twice, but... He seems to do this on a on an every game basis. You know, he pulls something out of his hat, and but uh, yeah, I don't. It's like speed, right? You can't teach speed, <laughs> and and that's he just has a unique ability to do that, and great arm, uh, and accurate. Yeah, and, but yeah. today's today's offenses. You playing in today's offenses, you're probably having a little fun, like like he does. Yeah, I mean. I mean I won't say it's easier, but it's a little bit easier. Steve for Young says, man, I would love to be playing now. He goes, I would kill it if I was playing now. 
He said, they can't touch you? I, he goes, and he completed like 70% of his passes one season. So yeah. I, I'm guessing today's defense is what they can. I mean, you got yeah, so beat you up. Get, well, yeah, if you give people like Jerry and John when back then, you know, free access off the ball most of the time, and it, it would, our offense would, would be made for this kind of the way it is today, not knowing that you, like, you're not – I always say they should go back to hitting the quarterback. Just don't compress him in the ground because that's where all the acts, that's yeah. where everybody gets hurt, right? Your guys tackling you 150 pounds more than you. Yeah. Well, not now. Those guys are big. It's just the guys that are hitting them. But, uh, um, and then they compress you in the ground, and, and that's, what, that's how I got hurt. And that was, that was against the, was that Jim Burt? No, no, it was Leonard Marshall. Oh, that's when you're rolling right, and he came yeah. and got you from behind. Yeah, and I was so happy because I just dodged LT, and I thought, I was everything was fine. Woo, <laughs> 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 no uh, LT to yeah. worry about. Oh, then the boy. train hit me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, great to see you. Yeah. Great to see you as always. My pleasure. Hope Thank you, you don't have me. Always great to Yeah, it was great here. seeing you in Dublin as well there. Oh, yeah, that was fun. Well, yeah. That was a good day. You look like you could still play a little bit. Oh, if I could run from here to that rock right there, yeah. I'd surely would try. Yeah. How's the arm, though? I have too many metal pieces. <laughs> I got a new shoulder, a new knee, yeah. five-level fusion. Oh, my God. So I got enough. But it, was it worth it? Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. Game's stupid fun. <laughs> I wish I wish I wish I could everybody I could, could go out there on one Sunday, win or lose, just to feel the excitement of the game, the ups and downs. Um and then you would never say, you would never hear anybody say, why is he still trying to play? Because once you're done, pretty much you're done. There's no game. So you for... understood why Brady was still oh, yeah. wanting. Oh, absolutely. Because he can't absolutely. walk away. Yeah. If no. you can still walk, you don't want to walk away. No, huh? huh. That's why I'm, I'm kind of excited to see when Aaron comes back. Yeah. See how he, I mean, he's doing the same type of thing, and he's. Still has that ability to play, and so looking forward to see that. What do you have, Paulie? I just want to let you know, Seat and I are going to absolutely fight over that blanket when Joe leaves the set. One of us oh, is taking that home. Okay. I will go. Okay. I will right. go. That's going to be on eBay in about oh. 20 minutes from now, I think. Uh, he's Joe Montana. All the favor. Thank you, Joe. We'll take a break. We'll close up shop after this in the Dan Patrick Show. Thank you. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. He's the Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! 
And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card. Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. All right, everybody. Game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You've already talked about that. But there's just so much more good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much more to get. You can get unique stickers. You can trade with friends to compete uh, albums for big prizes. There's cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. I was always a uh, battleship guy. You know, you get those pieces like there was the hat. There was the shoe. Oh, same. There was the I was always a battleship guy or the car. You know what, too, is funny about a battleship. It's one of the only uh, Monopoly pieces that you find that's not just a household item. Wow, you know I haven't even thought about that. Yeah, most people oh, wow. don't have a battleship at home, but you have a car, you have a hat, you have a shoe, you have uh, all those things. Anyway, you could also get hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. That's always fun. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their own unique mini games like digging for treasure or a robot Pachenko machine. And there's always new timed events that will help you win big, like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go. So get off the bench and go download it for free right now on Google Play or the App Store. Game on. Former number one overall pick back in 2018, Heisman Trophy winner at Oklahoma. He's the Tampa Bay Buccaneers quarterback. He is Baker Mayfield, who joins us on the program. How are you? Kind of scrolled onto the set. You don't need headphones there. I don't need them. No, you you're, don't you're loud enough. I don't want you yeah. to mess up your hair. I worked really hard on this. Thank yeah. you. Do you work on your hair before a game? No. You never did put product in your hair so you look good in warm-ups? No. Even it's, at Oklahoma? No, just the eye black and just rub it on and go. All right. Yeah. You look good. I, I appreciate it. Uh, I mentioned your Tampa Bay Buccaneers quarterback. Is that how you are still to be introduced as the Buccaneers quarterback? <laughs> That's to be determined. Yeah, we'll see. Who's determining that? Um, I think the ball's in their court right now. I mean, there's, I mean I've been vocal about the mutual interest, uh, and it's... I was very appreciative of the opportunity I had there and just how they run the organization, everything that they're all about, just how do we win, how do we put our guys in the best position possible to win, and um, I've been vocal about that. And that's going into free agency, my mindset would be the same thing, looking for something similar to that, and obviously seeing them firsthand, um, you know, I know how they operate. Why did it work so well? You know what, a lot of, I don't know why everybody thought that Tampa wasn't going to be very good because obviously, yeah, Tom is Tom, great quarterback, obviously, but a, a lot of pieces that were there for those deep playoff runs are still there, still intact, um, and so it's a great locker room. The culture's great. Those guys know how to win. They've been there before, and so you know we we started out pretty good, then had a rough lull in the mid mid year, um, but guys stuck together. The guys didn't flinch. That they they know how to react when adversity hits, and so they just handled it. We, we came together even closer, and, and offensively, we just decided to iron out the little details, stop uh, shooting ourselves in the foot, and go from there. Okay, but you're dealing with adversity, and you dealt with that from, you know, Cleveland and then a couple of stops, and then yeah. you end up there. Um, what happened from when you got to Cleveland to where you are right now as far as, <laughs> like, 
Well, can you sum it up? To <laughs> no. <laughs> okay. All right, fair enough. Not exactly. Like, do you understand, like, why things happened? And oh, uh, I mean, I, I'm a firm believer everything happens for a reason, but it, it's, you know, it, for me, it was, it was going back to the year I hurt my shoulder, and um, it, it was all stemming from that, I, I think. But, I mean, I, I'm happy with where I'm at in life and uh, just finishing up with Tampa as well. How much is it maturing? I don't want to say growing up, but understanding everything, the yeah. business side of this. Um, there's definitely uh, a lot of understanding. Uh, I learned a lot throughout the years, all the ups and downs, trying to take away uh, you know, lessons throughout, throughout the whole process. But, um, yeah, it, but still finding a way to be myself through that all and not not trying to change or waver for anybody else or, or mold into somebody I'm not and, and learning that's that's okay that, that's why I got drafted the position I was uh, to be the best version of myself that's um, and that's what Tampa allowed me to do and uh, coach Bowles said that He's, we just we want you to be you and that's it and so just don't don't fake it be authentic and uh, embrace that but also at that position it feels like what separates a lot of quarterbacks is confidence yeah. Like you got to get in the huddle. You got to believe they got to believe in you. I don't know if your confidence if it how could it not waver from what happened to, you know, in between where you got to Tampa. Yeah. I mean there there were moments that um did you doubt yourself? A little bit, but I was more frustrated than anything. Um just frustrated, you know, with with some of the situations that I was in. Um and but then after a, a, a lot of OC changes and all that, I realized, all right, control what you can, and, and that's the relationships in the locker room, um, busting my ass, you know, getting to know the guys, getting to know the playbook, and, and learning those people and realizing that at the end of the day, if I can, you know, hold my head up and be proud of how I handled those relationships and those people, that that's going to be okay. And so, yeah, there, there was times that uh, confidence was up and down, but um, I knew I just needed one chance in a good situation. It's nice to have Mike Evans. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. One. I, like that's a nice luxury to have. Now you know what Johnny Manziel had at Texas A&M. Like all, all else favors. Where's Mike? He's down there somewhere. Hall of Famer. He's so good. He really is. And like you said, Chris Godwin as well. Just so consistent. Both those guys. Obviously, Mike, ten years in a row, over a thousand yards. Yeah. And I don't know why. I mean, he turned thirty before the season, and everybody thought, "Oh, he's going to fall off." No. Uh, I think statistically he had one of his top three years or, or so. But is he going to be back? I hope so. If I'm back, I hope so. Are you sharing some of your money with him? If uh... oh, yeah, I think there would be some sacrifices along the <laughs> you way. Would be willing there's to. there's <laughs> mutual benefits for us to come back together. Yeah. Do you have incentive? Are you going to have an incentive laden contract? Um, that's a good question for my agent. He's around here somewhere, <laughs> looking, at these, looking into these lights. But like making a Pro Bowl. Uh, you know, make, winning the division. Oh, I hope making a Pro Bowl is not in there because I don't know how that system works. Doesn't everybody make the Pro Bowl? I, I mean, I wasn't supposed to be there, and somehow I won MVP. <laughs> <laughs> what did you get for that? I have no idea. Did you get a trophy? I got a yeah, a, a small little trophy. It's nice. It's nice. I put it next to the Nickelodeon trophy. <laughs> okay, but not next to the Heisman trophy. No, no. Where's the Heisman trophy? Why do you want to know? I don't know. No, it's 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 at our off-season house, so it's it's sitting locked up. Okay, so it's not when I walk in. No, I don't. Oh see gosh, it. no, no. Do you have anything that would signify what you do for a living if I walk into your house? Besides pictures, no. 
But like your jersey's not there as soon as I walk in. Oh, no. Okay. No. Like your bedroom, there's no jersey there in your bedroom. No, the, the off-season's house for, is for relaxing, not you know looking at football every single day. But the regular season house, you might have that stuff to look at. There's like, a, you know, there's some, <laughs> some massage tables, some workout equipment. You might see that, all right, we live a somewhat of an athletic fitness style lifestyle. Okay, you know? all right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, how many jerseys do you have? Are you a jersey swapper? Oh, gosh. I've swapped quite a few. Um, I probably have about 20. Who would, did anybody say no? No, I, I get too nervous. Most of the time, I, I wait until it's like somebody I know a okay. little bit. Um, you no, don't send the equipment guy over. Rejection is one of my bigger fears. <laughs> yeah. That would be humbling, like if you say to Tom Brady, hey, I'd love to have uh, one of your jerseys. And then do you feel like obligated that, hey, I'd like to have your jersey. Do you want mine? Do you say that? Uh, no, no, you don't. <laughs> no. <laughs> Are you going to call me back? No. <laughs> Do you like me? <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> did, you, did you get a Brady jersey? Uh, I don't have a Brady jersey, no. Do you have, well, who, who do you have that might surprise me? Um, my rookie year actually swapped jerseys with Julio Jones. Okay. And prime Julio, and he sent the jersey over or was about to send the jersey over, and then I think it was the game he passed the 10,000-yard mark. So he took that back and sent it home. <laughs> That's right. okay. Okay, and another one will suffice. Uh, if you were facing, you could choose one of these defenses to face that you would want to face. Who would you choose? I would like another shot at San Fran. Okay. What did you miss out on that, given a second go around, you would have taken advantage of? Um, taking some easy completions, I think we were able to run the ball a tiny bit. But um, I think just some throws over the middle. And then uh, we were driving the ball pretty well, and I fumbled. And I, that's one of those plays that you always want to take back. And so, um, Why does the announcer always say when you throw an interception or quarterback fumbles, boy, you'd like to have that back? I can't imagine a situation where you throw an interception. You wouldn't double down and do it again? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Whole yeah. strategy. Yeah. 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 So San Francisco, that defense. I, and I say that just because we, we played them, and I would, you know, personally like to play them again. But um, I think they both present their own issues. And so, obviously, Spagnola calls a great game for those guys. A lot of those guys have played with each other for a long time. So, um, and Chris Jones is, is a monster up front. Well, everybody keeps bringing up Spags. Like, what is it when you get to the line of scrimmage? What happens that changes? I mean, he, he presents some looks. And here's the thing. Those guys, he wouldn't be able to do it unless those guys really understood the scheme and what he's trying to get accomplished. And so whether they're able to disguise the blitz, um, McDuffie's an unbelievable blitzer from the nickel position. So the way he's able to make certain looks and coverages look the same as when he's blitzing, um, it, it just he gets those guys off guard. And uh, he just does a good job of understanding team's tendencies and how he's going to call the third down packages and how he's going to set up some of the early rundown blitzes. And so I just think he does a great job. Were you ever labeled a game manager? Probably at some point. Yeah. You probably said that, didn't you, Dan? I don't think so. <laughs> Not at Oklahoma. Okay. I All didn't right. say that. Right. Uh, gunslinger, maybe, is what uh, I said. Uh, oh, but that, okay, would you rather be a gunslinger or a game manager? Is there something in the middle? <laughs> Um, we can create something. Yeah, like a game slinger. 
Like game slinger. Yeah, like I. That you, sounds like it's <laughs> work in the corner or something. <laughs> it sounds like I'm selling. Oh, well, a game slinger. I, I'll take gunslinger. I'll take gunslinger. You're taking yeah. gunslinger. Yeah. But that that was like Mahomes was a gunslinger at Texas Tech. Yeah. He was yeah. labeled that way. Yeah. And that I think scared people. And, but he still manages a game. Like you have to manage a game. Yeah. And that's that's what I was telling people yesterday when they talk about Brock. I'm like, just because he's executing the offense exactly how he's being asked I mean you can call it game managing but it's doing it at an extremely high level so and I don't know it's gunslingers I feel like has the the label puts you as the risky throw like far reception yeah far was a gunslinger yeah yeah I've had a couple of seasons where I was a gunslinger you were yeah you proud of those 21 interceptions in 2019 <laughs> no I'm not, I'm, I'm not real proud of that yeah how did, man, when you throw it, like that feeling when it's picked off, does it change? No. How bad it, like, feels? No, it Describe never that feeling when you throw it, and it probably in slow motion, and the guy's ready to come in and get it. It's, it's like honestly, old it's unlike bleak. It's unlike anything else. It's, it's like a, a punch to the gut. Yeah. And somebody steals your dog at the same time. Wow. Yeah. Your dog. Yeah. Sorry to bring you down. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's serious. Yeah. It is? Yeah. Uh, you're joining us on behalf of uh, Advance Auto Parts. I am. Now, I've seen you as a spokesperson, and you're pretty good as a spokesperson. I've had a decent amount of work. You have. Yeah. yeah. And then it went away. Didn't it? It did. And now you're back. I'm back. Yeah. Like I never left. <laughs> like I never left. <laughs> Come on now. Okay. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, I'm here on Advanced Auto Parts, um, and so obviously we're all here for a Super Bowl, big day, but here's the thing, following Sunday, February 18th, is National Car Battery Day. And oh, so I did not it's, know it's, that. It's, it's an even bigger Sunday, so oh, this, is, this is the appetizer to next Sunday. I'm writing Sunday. that down, hold yeah. on. This is the appetizer to next Sunday. Car Battery Day. Yeah, so um, we got the campaign going on, False Starts Kill Drives, obviously in football it kind of speaks for itself. All sorts of very frustrating, but in the auto industry, we're talking about car batteries. So, obviously, if you're running late, you've got to have a car battery that's working. You don't want to have a dead one. And so, what we're what we're doing here, if you register at aapfallstarts.com before the game Sunday, and there's just one false start, you get a chance to win diehard car batteries for life. So, for life, not the car's life, your life. Oh, yes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And by the way, you're doing this with uh, no notes. I think that's very impressive. Very impressive. Thank you. Uh, by the way, I feel bad that I let you down. When? Long time ago. You wanted to dance with Justin Timberlake. I wound up being able to do it. Oh! Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. You didn't let me down. Okay. You didn't let me down. All right. All right. It eventually happened. I, okay. I thought it would happen a little sooner, but I'm glad you were able to. Good things happen with time, you know? And in a concert setting? Concert setting. Not nervous. Nope. Okay. Yeah. If we had a dance off of quarterbacks in the NFL. Oh. I'm trying to think who the competition would be. Mahomes does everything right. Right? Yeah. Like no, what? I don't know if he could dance, though. Oh, you don't? Uh, Aaron Rodgers? Pre Achilles. 
You know, Josh Allen strikes me as a guy, a couple of pops, I think, I and think he's out there. Josh and I, would get down and dirty. I think. Yeah. Yeah. I think. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think. And then I, I Brock manager, of course. You know, it, it's he, his waltz would be elite. <laughs> elite. He would take what you know the defense gives him out on the dance floor there. Uh, it's great to see you. It's good to see you. And as well. hopefully you're going to get uh, a contract here. Let's hope so. Yeah. Yeah. And if not Tampa, then what, you, want me to any, fill, you want me to fill in the yeah, blank? Yeah. Oh, I have no idea. Oh, okay. I'm taking it one day at a time. No, this is where you, you got you got some leverage here. Yeah, but I, here's the thing. It's I think um, we'll just see how it falls and right. see how it happens. Well, good luck with yeah. the Commanders. He's a big. <laughs> Thank you, buddy. (laughs) Be sure to catch the live edition of the Dan Patrick Show weekdays at 9 a.m. Eastern, 6 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Say hello to Jordan Love, the Packers. You guys described him as having some swag when you saw him walking in. You got your uh, Jordans on there. You're looking oh, good. Yes. yes, yes. Yeah. 32 touchdown passes, 11 interceptions. You had the uh, loss to the Niners where uh, you threw for a couple of touchdowns. And uh, would you have two interceptions as well? Yes. Yeah, sorry to bring that yes. up. But that's... No, no, but that's the rail. You don't have to wear headphones. You're, you're good with that. Uh, how would you uh, sum up your season? <clears throat> I think it was a you know a season of learning. Um, I think as the season went on, we got better as a team. Um, I think that was a, the main goal for us going into the season. Um, obviously, the, the goal is the Super Bowl. Um, got to the playoffs, had a playoff win, and uh, fell short against the Niners. So um, I think all in all, it was a successful season, though. Um, you know, I think we accomplished a lot of goals and um, you know came together as a team and, and did a lot of good things. You were a young team. Yes. And it almost like it was happening right in front of our very eyes where you get confidence. Yes. But do you guys sense that, hey, we're not afraid to go into Dallas? We're not afraid to go into San Francisco? Or is there that part of you that's like, we're going into Dallas. We're going into San Francisco. You don't even know what to expect. Yeah, no, it was definitely no fear um, in any game we played this season. Um, you know, I think it was more teams got to see us. And uh, obviously we're a young team, but I think we had a, we had a lot to prove and we had a, a lot of really good pieces that were – um, coming together for the first time. So um, there was a lot of excitement, but we were definitely not scared to play anybody. Draft night. You know they got Aaron Rodgers, mm-hmm. and then they take you. What's your reaction? Man, I was, uh, you don't know what to expect on draft night. You know, you do all the interviews throughout the, the whole draft process. Well, who did you think was going to take you? I, that's what I'm saying. I, I didn't know who was going to take me because you do interviews with every team, it feels like. And uh, I feel like a lot of the teams are saying similar things, and they're not really showing any of their cards. So, um, you know, you don't really know what to expect. You kind of knew what teams needed quarterbacks and were thinking about taking quarterbacks. But, uh, man, I, I had no expectations, um, especially after a couple of the other quarterbacks went uh, early on to some of the teams that were, were taking quarterbacks. <clears throat> I didn't know what was going to happen. So, um, But I was definitely a little surprised um, when Green Bay called me, just knowing that they had Aaron there. Um, but uh, I was, it was just all excitement on draft night. But you were okay knowing that you were going to be sitting for a little while. 
Oh, yeah. I was okay with that. Um, Wait, you're a first-round draft pick. You want to play right away. Oh, you want to play for sure. But uh, like I said, knowing that they have Aaron Rodgers, you know, you know you'll be sitting for a little bit <laughs> um, learning. You're not, you're not going to come in and, and take over. You know? so, um, Did you ever think you got to a level where you were on Aaron's level? Um, man, I don't think anybody's on. Aaron's on a whole different, you know, it's definitely levels to it. You know what I mean? So, um, and that was an eye-opening experience, being able to be there behind Aaron and just see, um, you know, how talented he was and the things he does every day in practice, how consistent he was. So um, that opened my eyes up to, you know, seeing great quarterback play and, uh, you know, it elevated my game as well, trying to see different things, try new things. Um, so I think all in all, it made me better, but it, it's levels to it for sure. Okay, you're in Green Bay. You don't have distractions, but you're still in a small, smaller town where everybody knows if you're going to the grocery store or whatever you might be doing, where you live probably. Mm-hmm. How do you deal with that? Yeah, it's... Uh, like where, it, where, where do people find, you know, where have they noticed you? Everywhere. Uh, in Green Bay, everybody's a Packer fan. Um, but, but do they so call it, each other like, hey, Jordan Love is here. That it feels like it. It feels, it, like, it feels like it. <laughs> no, they, they, like I said, Green Bay is a great place. Everybody's me, a Packer fan. Give me an example. Fan. Give me an example. Man, I mean, you go to the store and somebody recognizes you, you take a picture of one person, and then, you know, everybody else. It turns to a bigger thing. So, um, Have but, you gone in disguise? No, I have. I mean, I've tried to put my hood on. COVID era, you know, you had the mask on, but people still recognize you. I don't know how the eyes. I don't know how they. They're gonna find a way to recognize you every time. So, but you are six five. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, yeah. and you have your jersey on too, which is awkward too. Yeah, exactly. But, yeah, you wanted the people to know who you were. Now they do. Now they do. He's a uh, Jordan Love joining us on the program. What was the biggest game of the season for you? Where you look back and you go, that's pretty good. Uh, definitely the Saints game. I think looking back on the season, that that game propelled us into, um, you know, being able to get in the playoffs. Um, But early on, obviously, you know, we we had lost the game and and being down 17 against the Saints at home um, and being able to put a comeback like that was, uh, it was special and uh, it definitely helped us going forward, but definitely just getting in the playoffs with our, our record. That was a huge game. Give me the defense that you would like to face this Sunday if you were playing. This Sunday in the Super Bowl? Yeah. The defense I would want to play against? Yeah. Um, you know, I'd play against either defense, but uh, I think we had a, a pretty good game against the Chiefs. So, um, you know, I think going back, we'd, we'd like to see the Chiefs again. Um, but, I mean, being a competitor, man, I'd, I'd want to see that Niners team just to, you know, be able to prove that we could beat them. Man, the Chiefs, that defense got really good at the end of the year. And it feels like we always talk about the Chiefs. We talk about Mahomes, Andy Reid, Kelsey, Taylor Swift. And then we get to the defense. Yeah. Right? You got to talk about everybody. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of things going on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, you know, the thing about sometimes it's best that they're not talking about you if you're the Kansas City defense. As their defense? Yeah. I mean, they got a really good defense. They do a lot of good things. I think, I mean, you got to talk about their defense when you talk about their team. They, that's that's a, a staple of their team, and uh, they do a lot of good things. But, like you said, they got a lot of uh, big-time players over there, big-time names, Taylor Swift. So, um, there's a lot of a lot of things to talk about. Yeah. <laughs> Have you met Taylor Swift? No. Uh-uh. Have you gone to a show? No. Do you want to meet her? Um. Let's bring out Taylor Swift, everybody. Oh, oh, it's Ted. Ted Swift. Ted Swift. My yeah. pet. Ted Swift, Not who great. works here at the Fountain Blue Hotel. Uh, tell us what you're doing with uh, Old Spice deodorant there. Yeah. No, I'm uh, here with Old Spice today. Um, you know what I mean? Just you know, partnering with them to, to put out their new uh, total body deodorant that they got. 
and uh, great product. Um, but you talk about, you know, improvement on the field. This is something that's going to help our team. Um, you know, it's, it's, a, it's a total body spray. It's head, toes, wait, wait, in between. Wait. How's that helping your team? You know, we, we huddle up every play. Um, you're in a tight huddle. You want to be smelling your best in there. You know, it's going to help bring us closer together as a team. And, uh, you know, you're under center. You know, you, yeah, we, okay. it's going to help bring us closer together as a team. My guy, Josh Myers, he, he smells great already, but this is something that's going to help us all. Isn't it? <laughs> but we're getting away from being under center. Like everything, it feels like it's in the, in the gun now. Um, I don't know about that. You know, I came out of college and I was in gun every play. And I got to the NFL and now I'm under center a lot more. So I think I'm, I'm getting more under center um, okay. as, as I'm going in my career. So you're getting to know your center a little bit more. Oh, yeah, we got a great, great relationship. Great relationship. Yeah, yeah, great, great relationship. You got to. You got to. Isn't it awkward, though, when you put your hands under your center? Yeah, maybe for the first time in your life when you're a little kid doing it. Um, but it's one of those things that you get used to. And uh, shout out my guy, Josh Myers. He's great. That's my, my brother. Um, we got a great relationship. So it's, it's definitely not awkward at all. You get used to it. Okay. All right. Uh, Paulie is a Bears fan. And in the preseason, he said, we made predictions. And then Paulie said that? I, I said that Jordan Love would lead, lead the NFC in touchdown passes. So right. you finished with second to Dak? Mm-hmm. That was close, man. I let you down. It's okay. I, I took more heat though from Bears fans. Do Bears fans, when you meet them, do they? How are they? They're Bears fans. Yeah, you know? yeah it's yeah. a it's a division rival. Um, so there's not a lot of love there. Yeah. But what do you hear? Like, give me some of the things that you heard this year uh, from the fans. From Bears fans? Any fans? Like, who who were the toughest fans? Oh, I mean, every fan is tough. I think the division fans are a little. You know, you hear a little bit more just because we see them twice a year. Um, but you're gonna hear you're gonna hear a lot of heat from from all the fans. Um, but a after you beat them, it's usually like take, take it easy on us. You know what I mean? Because <laughs> you can hear, right? Sometimes Athens I mean, I, always say, "No, nah, never." I don't hear what they're saying on the sideline. You can, but on the field, you can't hear any of that. You know, you block all that out. You're focused, but you know, they on the sideline, running out, they make you laugh with anything. Sometimes, they say? yeah, you you hear some stuff, and it's like. What are, you, what are you guys talking about? Right what are, what are, you want to turn around and say something, but it's like, no, let me, let me hold my time. Are you going to watch the Super Bowl here? Uh, no, I'm, I'm going uh, back home to watch it. Okay. Yep. Do you care who wins? No. Who are you picking to win? Chiefs. Because? because we just lost to the Niners. Man. I can't, I can't oh, okay. All right. What do you do better than Patrick Mahomes? Man, I... There's not a, a comparison I can say that I do better than him. Uh, Patrick Mahomes is a, a great player, um, and you know I, I love watching him. Can you try those things? Like, can, can you? That's just, one. Are you just born with it? Um, I think yeah, you're born with it. But that's one of those things. Like I said, watching Aaron, that you see other guys doing stuff, and you see it, and you're like, man, I want to try that. I want to, you know, try that in practice, try and implement that game because. Um, I'm a guy. I feel like I'm confident. I feel like I can do anything. So I see somebody else do it, and it's like, okay, I'm, I can do that too. So, um, like I said, Patrick is a a great player, and he does some phenomenal things, and it's awesome to watch him. But um, it just, it's awesome to see that stuff, and then be like, I want to try that. I felt bad because when Jordan came in, Marvin, you know, went to give him some dap, and then put his hands up next to Jordan Love. It didn't go well. Again, I know, but why do you again. do that? I was just giving him a high five. He was like, no, no, I want a high five. Let's just measure hands. And he was like, damn, your hands are small. I was like, oh, good to meet you, Jordan. Yeah. And I was like, all right. Yeah. Yeah. Just, throw, just throw the old spice spray yeah. in your hands. Make it look oh. bigger, man. Oh, you know what? Pass me that. Oh, thank you. 
It's not English Mahler, actually. Oh. Throw it back. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's Viagra for hands is what that is. Oh, make man. it grow a little bit. Uh, Paulie, do you have a combine stance for of, Jordan? Of course we do. Jordan uh, loves combine stance. Uh, second uh, biggest hands in the entire draft class at 10 and a half inches. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. Congratulations. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't that weird? Like, does that translate to you can be a good quarterback if you have big hands or if you have small hands you can't? I don't, I don't think any of that translates. Um, but, yeah, I mean, that's, that's part of the whole combine process. You do a lot of weird things, you know, standing on stage in your underwear in front of hundreds of scouts. And so it's, it's a lot of interesting things you do. But uh, I don't think hand, sign, hand size, uh, you know, translates to being a good quarterback or not. Well, they make a big deal about it. They do. They do. Yeah. They make a big deal a lot of, a lot of things. A lot so. of stupid stuff. Well, it's like Brock Purdy, small hands, can't play. Like, uh, he's still playing. Yeah. I've thrown a ball in the rain and it slipped out of my hands, and I had the second biggest hands in my class, so I don't, I don't know. Well, how about we give him a hand? Yeah. Okay, yeah. Jordan Love joining us on behalf of uh, the new Old Spice Total Body deodorant, a game changer, and makes his team a whole lot better. Congrats on your season. Thanks for joining us. Yep, thank you guys. All right, we'll take a break. Close up shop after this. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride-or-die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply.